Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Hey guys, uh, welcome back. This is Wisdom and Stuff Podcast, and uh, this week we're going to be going over something that's very, very special uh, to uh, our guest, which is Amy, one of our girls, Hello. and uh, <laughs> she's here with us today, and uh, she's. we're just going to be going through this whole week about something that has actually been a big, big blessing in her life, and and uh, she has a, a real heart to actually pioneer this into the earth and the body of Christ, and so we're going to be talking about something that means a lot to her. So welcome, Amy. Thank you. Okay. Happy to be here. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. Um, so what we're talking about, why don't you introduce the subject? Sure. So we're going to be talking about the blessing of God today. Okay. And uh, and not obviously not just the blessing, but our relationship to it. Yes. Our identity in the blessing of God and how to steward it. Yeah. How to steward it. And so I know stewardship is a is a big, big deal to you. And um, and so let's first of all just talk about a little bit about how uh, you know you were introduced to this, how mm-hmm. God God kind of you know almost like transformed you yeah. in this, and and kind of like you know how long ago was that? You know, kind of mm-hmm. like wh- what was his mechanisms in that? Yeah, definitely. I had no idea that the blessing was supposed to change your life, and so I lived my whole life um, not really living in the reality of the blessing. And so just a few years ago. Um, when I had moved to Missouri, um, I started to ask God uh, more about the blessing and what it's supposed to do and how it's supposed to affect your life. Mm-hmm. And the more that I asked him, the more that he revealed to me, and I started to just live every day more and more in the reality of the blessing. Now, at that, at that point, how long had you been a Christian? All about my whole life. I, okay. I went to church as a kid, right. so I'd been raised in church. Right. I knew about God, but I'd been saved um, for probably several years before mm-hmm. I actually really got a hold of the blessing. Right. And you'd already, you know, done the church stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, been through Bible school, <laughs> oh, done yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And so heard a lot of stuff about the blessing, I'm sure. I did. But it just hadn't become a reality to you. That's uh, exactly right. I I, that's a word you hear in church all the time. You yeah. hear be blessed and you, it sort of becomes Christianese. You sort of yeah. hear that word a lot. And um, I've had different ideas of what that word meant until until I got a hold of stewardship. And then I started to read more about the blessing in, in the word of God. And I put those two things together and it started to transform my life. Okay, so we're going to be getting into... Uh, basically, two aspects go to the same thing: then stewardship and the blessing, because we 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 steward the blessing, yep. right? So, uh, so you, you you already mentioned this, but so what? You know, just um, you said before this. Obviously, you'd heard the word blessing a lot, like we all do. You know, we obviously in 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 certain circles you hear it more than other circles. You know, and uh, um, and in, in some circles, all you hear about it is when people say "God bless you" when they sneeze or something right. like that. Uh, so. Uh, so with that, I, I know that even before this, you know, you were in you were in a, an environment where the blessing or the word blessing, the term blessing, was used a lot. Yes. Um, uh, I remember, you know, people when uh, when I moved to Tulsa, and you'd say, "Oh, how are you?" They say, "Oh, blessed and highly favored," That's right. you know. And I'm like, "What in the stink is that?" You know, I don't even know what that means. I'm just a Christian. I don't know what that means. But anyway, but uh, um, but so for you. Uh, before this, what did you think of when you thought of the blessing? So I thought the word blessed or blessing really was trying to describe that you were like thankful or grateful. 
And, you know, when you say like, how are you? I'm blessed. A lot of times I just interpreted that as like, I'm thankful for all the things that I have in my life. Mm -hmm. I have things and I am thankful for those things. And I, I just attributed that word blessing to having things or to being thankful or grateful for the things that God has given you. Okay. Okay. So it was more of an attitude of... Uh, as they call it, attitude of gratitude or whatever, but it's more of an attitude or a response toward what God's given exactly, you. Exactly, like an appreciation okay. for what you have. Okay. Um, that you are living um, with more things than you had before and <laughs> right. you're thankful for those right. things. And right. and I realize that, that that is a word to describe thankfulness. Sure. And that is, that's perfectly fine, but there's more to it than that. Right. Yeah, because well, obviously we should be th- thankful, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, but one does not necessarily define the other. And so people can be thankful and not blessed. Right. You know, because I've obviously met people who were very thankful for what God's given them, and we should be thankful no matter where we are. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean we're walking in the fullness of the blessing, right? right? We don't, we haven't attributed the blessing. So, so with that, I guess, you know, how did the definition change for you? Right. You know, and, and, or, or depending on which one you want to get into first, but, but, um, so two things, like how did the definition change for you? And really, how did it, how did it change your daily life? All right. Yeah. So I got a hold of the blessing. Um, I know that in Genesis 12, God blesses Abraham um, by saying, I will bless you and I will multiply you and I'll make you a great nation. And and that's the blessing I'm referring to when I say I am blessed. I'm referring to the blessing that God spoke over Abraham Uh that's available to all of us. Obviously, you read that through the New Testament. And so it started to affect my life when I started to, number one, steward it. And what I mean by that is I just began to identify with the blessing as if um, God had personally blessed me with the blessing of Abraham. Okay. So, so, so with that, it is a, and then, you know, you can add to, obviously I don't want to speak for you, but what I'm hearing is the, the difference between, um, in stewardship is is the identity of ownership, as it were, like the the identity of saying, okay, this is not something that God's going to do for me; it's something He's already done for me, and it's it's and which obviously goes hand in hand with thankfulness, of That's course. Right. But uh, but it's it's more than just waiting for God to do something. It's more than it's it, when we take on stewardship. Uh, we we literally have to take ownership. Of that's those exactly things. right. Yeah. So I started to identify really as one with it, and that's really the heart of stewardship for me. Is I I just decided that there was no separation between me and the blessing of God, and also the blessing began to um it it began to affect my life when I knew that it was more than thankfulness, mm-hmm. and so I knew that by reading the word, it really defined it as a cause to prosper. It's not necessarily just health or wealth or or living high. It's yeah. actually the driving force behind all those things. So it would to it was to cause to prosper, and the more that I began to identify with um, the definition of that and became one with it and began to um, speak out the blessing from a place of that oneship with Him, then that's when I started to see it affect my life. So so with that, it's like. Um one of the big differences then would be, um, oh, I mean, really, just like you said, being the the oneness with it. Obviously, I, to to me is paramount. Uh, to where we're identifying with it in a place of 
ownership and oneness instead of separation. That's right. So we're not going to God. And, and I, I, I mean, I, I've, I've done this. I've seen it. I've heard it. I don't know how many times where people use thankfulness almost as, and I, don't, I know that they don't necessarily intend it this way, but they can use thankfulness almost like a manipulative tool. Like, <laughs> let me thank God for something I want him to give me. That's you know, right. like if I thank him enough, I'll actually get it. You right. know, like, and so, so even sometimes in our, in, our, in our verbiage or in our expression of thankfulness, I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And the, the thing is, they're actually doing it from need because right. they actually don't have it in their life and they don't believe they have it in their <laughs> life. Right. They're just trying to use the magic words. You know, That's it's right. like as a, a kid, you know, you're like, oh, what's the ma- please and thank you are magic words, you know? <laughs> and so, right. so we're like, oh, thank you must be the faith word we use to get something. Right. You know, and it's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's still speaking from separation. Right. And so what you're saying is, is, is a literal conscious understanding of oneness where it's like oh this is not something that i have to get it's something that i actually already have yeah because like you know in in galatians it says the blessing of abraham has come upon us right so so this is done through christ that's right so jesus already solidified us as children of god and children of abraham and that the blessing of abraham might come upon us so so um so with the the, even the, the stewardship role you know we we the identity, I think, is such a big deal when we're talking about stewardship, and I know we'll get into this later. But uh, but just taking that ownership instead of, I, I think I don't know, maybe I don't know how it was for you. Uh, I know Revelation can come, and, and when Revelation comes, it just can totally wipe away and expose and wipe away all the things that are contrary to it. Where you're like, oh, duh, look, yeah. this is actually reality. <laughs> right. And so I know that happens in me, but also I've had Revelation that comes. And and what it does is expose what I need to deal with, right? But it doesn't wipe it away. It's right. like I still have to contend with something, right. like a thought. And right. so it's like there's people who might might agree and grab a hold of the identity and and the oneness and agree with the scripture and agree that you're right. one with God. But then there's still a process, right, of, right. of saying. Oh, do I still have issues in me that come up from a place of separation? That's really good. So, is that something that you had to deal with, or was it more like one and done type of thing? You know, for you. <laughs> oh wow! Oh no, I dealt with it every day. So in the beginning, it was it was just asking God to help me understand it more. In the beginning, mm-hmm. so I still came into this with all my old thoughts, all just thinking the blessing was being thankful. So I would thank God every day, yeah. thinking that I was being blessed by thanking God. But um, like you said, there's contention there with my thoughts. And right. so um, I, when, I be, when I became aware that I was one with the blessing and mm-hmm. one with him and began to speak from that place, there was still definitely opportunity to feel like the reality of it wasn't, um, well, I should say it wasn't a reality in my life just due to circumstances. You know, it doesn't look like I'm blessed and you don't feel blessed. You wake up every day and you're going, well, where is it? You know, and like, (laughs) and so there definitely was still a sense of separation for a very long time. But like, you know, like I was saying a, a little bit ago, I had to become very aware of it as the reality of my life. And yeah. so every day I would wake up and just from uh, that place of oneness with him, I would speak um, out the blessing of God that was already on the inside of me. Mm-hmm. And it was a process. I didn't see this overnight, but I became aware, more aware of it every mm-hmm. single day. So, so what you're saying is that 
that you can actually know the word and believe the word <laughs> and not feel like it's happening. That's right. right. <laughs> so, I know. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, and this is something that people think though sometimes like, oh, when I get the revelation of it, or if only I had that spiritual That's truth, good. then magically I'm going to wake up and, and I'm going to wake up feeling like, like everything is, you know, like, like, right. like I'm not going to have a contrary feeling. Oh. Like I'm not going to have a contrary thought ever. And, uh, and, and understand there is there, I am not uh, taking away from the place of genuine freedom that God has for us, where there is that place we come to through revelation, where we don't contend with those thoughts and feelings anymore. Right. You know, there, there is that place. I do not believe that we have to wrestle with those things all of our life. Uh, but there is also that place of, of, of contention. Like, you know, Paul said that, you know, we forget those things behind and he, he presses towards right. something. That's so good. there's a press. There's literally a press towards something. And it's not that we're pressing God for something, Mm -hmm. we're literally pressing against our old thoughts and feelings. And so, exactly right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just want people to understand that that just because you have this great revelation, it doesn't mean that your feelings magically line up all the way, all of a sudden. You know, they will line up, but Mm -hmm. you have to take authority over those things in your day, in your daily awareness, in your Mm -hmm. daily speech, in your daily, like, right when you're. (laughs) <laughs> right when you walk into work or, right. or you have a bill come in the mail that's right. and it says that you're separated mm-hmm. and you're like, wait a minute. That's right. But you know, the, 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 the unrenewed mind will say, I thought I was, mm-hmm. I thought I was blessed. I thought I was one with it. I mm-hmm. thought I was prospered. I thought, but see, that's an unrenewed mind. That's exactly right. Because that, that's what Jesus talked about with the, with the, you know, uh, uh, hard, uh, the, the stony ground heart, mm-hmm. you know, when he's like, Oh, you, you believe the word for a while, but then when tribulations and circumstances arise right. you know they're like yeah but i thought i was blessed <laughs> no that right. <laughs> the blessing comes for you to overtake those things Amen. and say no i know that i'm blessed that's exactly and, right and what do we what do we say to these things yeah. if god before me who can be against me type of a thing yeah. so so yeah talk to us about the, just um i, I don't want to get off track necessarily uh and i know it's not but i just I, I want us to go back a little bit to when you said that the blessing to you became a reality as being caused to prosper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's break that down a little bit, so that so that people have a more, I guess, um, uh, uh, a solid understanding of what that term means to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it can mean something to other somebody else, but um, to so to be caused to prosper. Um, what is that? You know, because it, it, it's not just a nice feeling, right? It's not just a good attitude God has towards you, right? This is something tangible, right? Right. And so, and it should affect everything, right? So, speaking of that, if you could, yeah. a little bit. I I believe that the blessing should affect your life in every single way, in a very tangible way. So this isn't something that just lives in my mind, you know, in mm. faith, what right. we call faith. What we just, call faith. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what we just walk out believing yeah. but never seeing. Right, yes. And um, no, I think the blessing should impact you in every way. So physically, um, financially, mm-hmm. relationally, I think that you should be able to tangibly see the blessing on your life. Yeah. And so what that means to me is that it should mean that I am prosperous in my finances, in my relationships, in my health, and that there should be no part of me that is without it. So, right. and just as much as we were talking about that oneness earlier, just identifying with the blessing as being one with it should affect your life in every single way. Yeah. It, you should not be living any part of your life um, void of the blessing. It should right. really, really impact you in a very, very tangible way. So um, just to really simplify it, I think that we should be walking in divine health and um, just 
just absolutely flowing in in abundance in our mm-hmm. finances. Yeah. And I mean, I could go on and on, but I should be able to see tangible results yeah. from this. And I think that that's, that's the design. Right. And with that, like you said, it's the design. So this is something that we see God model in the Old Testament. That's right. Right. So so when we see the blessing, look, here we are, Western people, whatever, in this modern era, that really has diluted the blessing down to a nice feeling. Right. Or a thought or something like this or, or God's kindness in, in thought toward us um, instead of what the blessing meant when he implemented it into the earth. Right. You know, so he had... That's one thing I always want to get back to is what was God's design of things? You know, mm-hmm. what did he intend when he said the word bless? Right. Not when we say the word bless. <laughs> right. You know, not when somebody says, oh, God bless you. You know, it's like th- this is not just a kind, courteous word that we use in, in pleasantries. This has to be what did God mean when he said the word bless? Because when he does something, his intention is always to uh, to to demonstrate and manifest and, and create a conduit of heaven into the earth. That's right. And so everything he says carries the life of God and has basically is not corrupted by the world. So I was just thinking about that with Abraham, the blessing of Abraham. And so we know he, inter- he introduced the blessing with Abraham. Yes. And, uh, and so he said, in blessing, I'll bless you, and you know, I'm, through you, all the nations are also going to be blessed. So he intended Abraham to be the pioneer of blessing mm-hmm. into all the world. Mm-hmm. And just like each of us have things he's, he's caused us to pioneer into the world. Um, but with Abraham, if you read the, the accounts of Abraham, you see that he was blessed in every way. Right. In, in, in the point where it was notable from everybody. Everybody saw That's him right. as a blessed man. That's right. If people could look at his life and... And for me, what that also uh, implies, not just implies, but I think it's the truth, is that uh, it it was something that he lived in that was beyond the work of his hands. That's right. It was beyond his ability to produce. This was God, like you said, causing him to prosper. That's right. It was God's cause to him to prosper, mm-hmm. not his ability to prosper in the earth or by the work of his hands or by his great ideas. It was God, mm-hmm. and it was unmistakably God. That's good. And I think that's I think that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Where I think sometimes we we relocate things down to God blessing us with an ability to do right. something, which is true. Right. But if it's not notably God, that's good. Then it's not God yet. That's so good. You know. <laughs> so it's like I just I just think it's it's <laughs> and good. so so it, it was to the point in the Old Testament where people killed for the blessing. That's right. They Jacob literally deceived his own father right. so he could get the blessing. That's exactly right. <laughs> because that's how that's how that's how life changing this was and that's how tangible it was. That's right. That's what's when you had the blessing, you knew that you were not subject to your limitations, nor were you limited to nor even hindered by your own mistakes. That is exactly Because right. we see Abraham make stupid mistakes, bonehead, stupid, stupid <laughs> mistakes, and yet that's he right. prospered in everything Amen. he did. And and I think that's when, uh, and, and, you know, obviously, uh, I mean, just being in the church a little while, I've heard some things, and uh, and after a while you have to question things, <laughs> and uh, where people would be like, oh, you don't want to, you know, they, they would say, oh, don't don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Make sure you make sure that you're doing all these things right. Make sure you're doing everything right, right? Because they act as if you're going to disqualify you from the blessing, right? Exactly. Like God can't bless you if you do everything if you do something wrong. That's huge. And yet God placed the blessing in us to make up for what we did that's wrong. That's exactly right. Not to be a qualification for doing something right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big one that we have to get. The, the religious mind is always qualification based That's and huge. wage based. So I think, 
you know, causing us to prosper in according to even the Old Testament. And now we live in a better covenant with better promises, mm-hmm. praise God. But even the Old Testament was so tangible that people could look on Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob Amen. and be like, they are a blessed person. And even Laban, you know, uh, you know, Jacob's working for Laban, and Jacob's like, I'm only blessed because you're blessed. Right. And so he's like, name your price. Right. I want you to stay because you're carrying something that is that is prospering me past mm. my ability. And uh, and he knew it wasn't because Jacob was so smart. That's right. It's because he was blessed. That's exactly right. And so I, uh, just just even carrying that into our relationships, mm-hmm. our marriages, our finances, our everything else, where it's like there is a a divine factor, right? That is not waiting is not waiting for me to get right, right. but is actually wanting to override my limitation so that I could live like God on the earth, basically. That's good. So that's really anyway. good. Yeah, I have found myself now running toward. Um, the the problems that I see rather than running from oh, them. Huge. You know, Good. when I see yeah. bills come in the mail, yeah. I'm like, well, what can I do? Yes. What can I do? Because the blessing inside of me is crying out to pour yeah. out into this so thing good. or even relationships. So now, you know, when I see something suffering in a relationship, mm-hmm. I'm going to run toward that thing yeah. rather than run away from it. And it's because the awareness I have with the blessing, knowing that it's causing me to prosper in every way, that's so overriding my ability yeah. to do it. It's like, well, I should now look at situations and run to them yes. instead of running from that's them. That's huge. That's that's giant. So that's it's like it's just factoring the blessing in, mm-hmm. allowing it to be the filter by which you're you're coming into something. Right. And um and how I, even in the Old Testament, David he ran toward Goliath. He right. says, you know, it's like he already knew this was a done deal. He just you know he even told me, I'm going to take your head from you. He didn't have a sword in his hand. <laughs> exactly. And so he's like, you know what? He ran toward the giant, knowing that God was with him. Because he's a blessed man, you know. Here he is, just just even, you know, like we talk about factoring things in, like like I've, uh, you know, I I use the illustration of my car, you know, when if if somebody tells me to to drive, you know, or or to to go somewhere that's fifty miles away, I don't think about how long it's going to take me to walk there. Mm-hmm. I just know it's going to take me, you know, whatever, maybe an hour to drive there. But I don't think it's, I don't ever factor in going and working out my leg muscles, right? Because. I'm thinking about how long it's going to take me to walk exactly. there. I factor in something that I own, mm-hmm. and I have ownership of that. And and I think with the blessing, I, it, like, that's great when you're talking about running towards something, changing your position towards something, exactly. because you know you're changing your role. That's right. And it's like you're not here to, you're not here to uh, just you know like walk through life, struggle through life. Life is not an obstacle course to us. Life is here. I mean, we're in this life. So we can steward heaven into it, right. and uh, and and just looking at every every opportunity and saying, oh, how can I steward? What's my role here in stewarding heaven? Mm-hmm. What is my role here? What I know, I know heaven's in me. I know mm-hmm. God's in me. I know He's with me. I know the greater one's in me, and so you know, instead of asking what to do about a situation, asking what can I steward into it and uh, yeah. what can I actually be a conduit of? That's really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, excellent stuff. So um, uh, with that, so with with the identity part of it. Um, and I know we need to wrap it up here in a, in a couple minutes. Um, uh, but w- uh, number one, was there was there something else uh, that that you just had on your heart for this for this this segment? Okay, is there something else you need to get into? Yeah, I I of course want to emphasize what the blessing is, mm-hmm. just differentiating what it used to mean to me versus what it means to me. So we kind of covered that. Yeah. Um, but also just your role. And your relationship to the blessing, like we were just talking about, really emphasizing that it, it does come down to stewardship and, and an ownership of that thing. Yeah. So we did hit on that a little bit, um, but that's really when it started to change my life okay. is when I decided to take ownership of it rather than to feel separated from it. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, so it's, it's changing our verbiage or changing our narrative of saying, God, you know, even, even like, so we, we can, we can get into that, into that rut of, of believing God for something Mm -hmm. instead of believing we have something. Exactly. And so it's like, oh, I'm believing God for the blessing. What does that mean? I, I mean, I hear that all the time. I'm believing God for this. I'm believing, well, okay, what does that mean, though? He's already given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. So can we change our narrative with that and be like, okay, instead of me believing God for the blessing or even thanking him for the blessing or even expressing my agreement about the blessing, but literally changing to where, like, if I have this, then it's in me to do to affect a work in my life. That's it's, it's, exactly it's in me right. to do something instead of me just receive it and call it good. And in, in that way, it's never really going to be expressed in my life. Um, and so I, that, that's huge because there has to be a shift that's in those good. things. Because yep, we can agree exactly all day right. long. Or we can thank God for it, or we can quote unquote believe Him for it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not actually walk in it um, because we're not taking ownership of it That's and exactly just saying, right. "Hey, you know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like salvation. Jesus already paid the price. That's right. But if I never actually yeah. take ownership of that, yeah. then I will just continue to go- mm-hmm. thank God for something I'm not walking in. That's good. And, yeah, um, I'm constantly looking for um, any kind of segue I can get so that people can know about the blessing because yeah. I know how much it changed my life. Right. Every single day in my life is completely <laughs> different. And so now in every conversation, it'll come up with anybody I'm around because I know it's designed to impact your life in such a huge way. And so if you get a hold of it, it will impact your life. Cool. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Well, let, let's just wrap this up on this one. And we're going to, tomorrow we'll touch base and all this week, we're going to get into more and more details on the blessing and stewardship and stuff like that. So I'm excited for it. So uh, let's just praise it. Father, right now, we just thank you for what you're doing in us and in those who are listening. And we just thank you that we can walk in the fullness of stewardship and the blessing and we receive the fullness of revelation of it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.